Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Puck Placement, presented by Sports Ethos. Uh, we're going to be continuing our journey down the West uh, Western Conference teams in terms of uh, season previews and little fantasy outlooks. Um, previously, we did the Calgary Flames, and now we have the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, who, of course, if uh, if you've missed this and you might be under a rock or of some sort, but uh, had the first pick in the draft somehow, um, not finishing last in the standings uh, last year, but uh, lucked out in terms of the lottery and, of course, turned that into Connor Bedard, um, the phenom prospect uh, that's been hyped up for the last year or so. Um, <clears throat> so we'll, we'll take a look at their outlook um, here. Um, their additions for this upcoming year are pretty interesting. Uh, all veterans, um, mostly brought in to help Connor Bedard and the rest of the young guys kind of develop and learn how to basically just compete at this level and for a whole season, hopefully. Uh, create some chemistry. Maybe we turn them into, and I say we, I'm a Blackhawks fan. I'm trying not to sound too biased, but. Um, hopefully we could turn some of these guys into trade value. Um, so, uh, yeah, their additions this year, of course, along with Connor Bedard in the draft, we acquired uh, Taylor Hall, Nick Foligno, Corey Perry, and Ryan Donato. Um, interesting bunch, but I think it's the right move, the right way to go about things in a, still in a rebuild um, phase of the franchise. Connor Bedard jumps, kind of, not jump starts, but I think speeds up that rebuild process. Uh, the Blackhawks have a top five farm system, um, so that's always a positive, of course. Um, and the, I think the future's a lot brighter just by adding one player. We had a, seri- uh, a previous, previously uh, similar situation in Chicago um, back in 2000 five, six, seven, um, you know, the rebuild was seriously taking shape, we made some pretty high-profile draft picks, Jonathan Taves, Duncan Keith, Patrick Kane, of course, headlined them all, um, and really turned the franchise around, and we're ho- obviously hoping this is, um, you know, the same situation where we can get back to not only relevance, of course, you know, Blackhawks will always be relevant, but Series contention, cup contention, getting the, the madhouse on Madison, jumping again. Um, but uh, yeah, so with the, these additions, that's kind of their strategy, their um, kind of perspective, vision for the team this heading into this year. Um, rest of the lineup, um, pretty, not a whole lot of changes. Um, that first line would be, it looks like it would be Taylor Hall, Connor Bedard, and uh, Taylor Radish, who uh, had a pretty good season, all things considered. Uh, Lucas Reichel, a, a young guy that got called up. Um, he'll get an extended look this year, of course. Uh, hopefully we can, and I, I don't know why we sent him back down, but maybe you know they know more than I do. Um, Kurashev uh, centering that second line, along with uh, Athanasio, who had a pretty good year as well. Ryan Donato probably be a bottom six guy. Um, 
So Daily Faceoff slotted him in that second line left wing position along with um, Ryan Johnson. Uh, Tyler Johnson, excuse me, uh, Tyler Johnson and uh, Jason Dickinson. Um, and then uh, the last line would be Nick Foligno. Hopefully he can play a whole season um, for us at least. I mean, who knows if we trade him or not, but um, Colin Blackwell and then Corey Perry uh, would be that last line. Hopefully Corey Perry can, you know, gel with that last line similar to how he did in Tampa. He was pretty integral and how in establishing like a physical but you know not a black hole in terms of offense as well so I think it's a pretty good mix I I think we probably could bring up a young guy sometime in you know mid-season or so um to fill in for Dickinson or Blackwell uh, Ryan or Tyler Johnson should be a, a trade asset as well. Um, the defense, uh, Korczynski is a young guy. Uh, he looks like he's going to slot in next to Seth Jones. Of course, these lineups are you know subject to change during training camp and so forth. How they how that plays out, but um, Tenorti and uh, Connor Murphy would be the second pairing, and then Vlasic uh, and. Nikita Zaitsev on that last pairing. So, um, more towards the veteran side, of course, on the defense. Um, I think that's a good call for now. Um, kind of be a bridge for the young guys. I think it's like five of the top 10 prospects in our farm system are all defensive men. So, it's a good sign. They'll be. You know, seasoned more at the at the minor league level, and then when they're ready, they'll come up and get some time. I'm I'm sure that's going to happen sometime this year. They'll get a couple guys, some of the a couple of the 20 year olds up and playing. Um, and then in goalie, we have um, Peter Mrazek and uh, Soderblom, uh, one of the younger goalies. <clears throat> we have a good goalie prospect in. Uh, Blinking. Uh, Stauber, Jackson Stauber. Apologies. Um, but yeah, Soderblom's still only 23. So um, he's an uh, interesting prospect. I think uh, Stauber really showed what he could bring. He, he only played, uh, I believe, six games. He had over 900 or 90 you know, percent save percentage. So pretty good showing for him in uh, limited time you know small sample size but still um, counts for something um, so this team obviously not gonna make the playoffs again but I think they have a, a much higher ceiling than last year of course just with a simple addition of Connor Bedard but you add Taylor Hall who can add some firepower he needs to stay healthy of course he's battled that his whole career mostly um and then uh, Lucas Reichel, if he can take another step, um, that would be huge. Um, but I do, I do see this team, um, you know, missing the playoffs. But I think they can be scrappy. Uh, they're gonna, they were last in the league in goal scoring last year, um, and there's no way that 
that continues. Um, there are much worse teams out there. Um, I mean, if that happens, then there's something glaringly wrong or everybody's on IR. So <laughs> it'd be a terrible situation um, if that was the case. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting with no Jonathan Taves, but I think uh, it leaves some room for other guys to take on that leadership, those leadership roles. Um, hopefully Seth Jones can bounce back. Um, he had, I mean, 37 points. That looks good on the, on the back, on the Blackhawks, but considering what we signed him for and what he's supposed to be, um, not really good enough in my book. <clears throat> these guys need to take these, the whole, t- the whole group, not just defense. They need to take a step in terms of shot blocking and overall, um, scheme and uh, execution so um, offensively like I said we were bottom of the league in goal scoring we didn't have a single player that surpassed 50 points um, so that uh, needs to change and I, I'm confident it will um, Connor Bedard obviously going to be a rookie but in his last season at Regina put up 143 points in 57 games so there's a reason why he was so hyped up. <clears throat> Obviously, he won't approach that threshold in the NHL in his first year on a bad team, but I see Connor Bedard being able to approach, you know, the 70-point threshold, if not, you know, 75-ish. Um, the line mates he's been given, uh, Taylor Hall and Taylor Radish, uh, projected, of course, but I think they add... You know, both that veteran presence uh, to kind of protect Connor in, in, in a sense, but also Taylor, Taylor Radish and Taylor Hall are not, you know, slouches. They can make plays. They can fire the puck. Connor, Connor Bedard is both a playmaker and a, and a shooter. So I think it could be – I'm not, not could be. I think that 70-point threshold is more than reachable. So um, – <clears throat> I think it uh, obviously it's predicated on Taylor Hall having a good year. I think Taylor Hall he he totaled just 36 points last year um, due to injury and just an inconsistent play um, in Boston. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, but I, I see I see him almost doubling that. You know, getting 65, 70, possibly. Um, so if Hall can get to 65, then that means Bedard's obviously contributing, you know, that's more power play time. Um, and then if, you know, I think Taylor Radish, he had, uh, crossed the 20 goal mark last year. He's, you know, fourth on the team in scoring, you know, not saying a whole lot again, but, but if he can surpass that and he's, Taylor Radish is kind of like a late bloomer from Tampa. Um, he's not a late bloomer, but uh, in terms of maybe realizing his own potential, realizing he can he can make plays, he can shoot the puck well. Um, you know, he's only 24. I think he's a guy that uh, if he can take another step, that means again Bedard is <laughs> contributing as well on that line and. Um, Helping each other both both develop at the same time, um, so that'd be a really cool thing to keep an eye on uh, the chemistry and then 
you know, hopefully getting on hot streaks together. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, obviously, this team's going to struggle, um, but I think if I think with this group now, including the guys, you know, we just added, they'll be able to turn it around. They'll be able to, you know, cut the losing streaks down <coughs> more and quicker. Um, and I'm hoping the coaching staff knows how to approach the Bedard situation. He's, you know, once in a lifetime talent. Um, the NHL has quite a few of those skating around these days, and it's important to develop them the right way. Obviously, he's going to be playing in the national right away, but, um, you know, not rushing him to glory or a greatness is probably the key. Um, there's going to be ups and downs. It's you know, it's a whole different ball game compared to where he was in Regina. Competition, the physicality, everything. So how they approach that is going to be paramount to, you know, how he does. He's already, like, he's a gym rat. He's a workhorse. Um, <clears throat> just to, you know, keep uh keep an eye on him and uh really encourages him as a player and and in person and i think they did it right by surrounding him by with veteran leadership and then um it's up to the coaches now so that will do it for the blackhawks i'm really interested to watch this team hit the ice in preseason see what it looks like um but uh, we will continue our previews. Let's see. Who's next? I believe it's <coughs> Dallas. <clears throat> it was an interesting case because their contending window is dwindling. But, um, yeah, that'll do it for the Blackhawks, like I said. And we will actually Colorado Avalanche. Sorry. Not good with my ABCs, so um, another interesting team there. Um, but uh, thanks for tuning in again. Tuning in again, um, and as I said before in the other episodes, please give Sports Ethos a follow on all socials, and um, stay tuned for more content in all sports. Uh, the NFL season, of course, is right around the corner, and um, and then basketball and hockey hits the the hardwood and ice respectively so um thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time thanks